Psycho Podcast, and even, even more importantly, welcome back to the D Street Studios. Guys, how does it feel to be live again? It's a little warm in here, but other than that, it's pretty amazing. All right, I can live through it. Great to be back. Great to be back. I appreciate talking to you guys a heck of a lot more in person than over Zoom, and to be honest, I'm never going to podcast over Zoom with you guys again. I almost left the house without my pants on because normally <laughs> on the old Zoom, I like to be a little more comfortable. You know, the highlight so far was when Brandon took the the uh, recording gear out of his bag and blew on it like it's a <laughs> old Nintendo cartridge or something. <laughs> Licked it, knocked the dust off, even though it was still in the box <laughs> and the wrapper. Uh, Andy, how'd uh, how'd the family think of the idea of of us all coming back? Well, the toddler doesn't even remember you guys coming over the first time. Baby didn't, wasn't around. That's true. And uh, Maggie said, 9.30? That's a little late. Yeah, that, that actually could, we could kind of catch up. I don't even know if we've, I think we're two more kids deep than we were the last <laughs> time we, we had a, a podcast. Well, Andy podcasted from the uh, oh, you're hospital right, you're right. When, when Paige was born. And Commitment, that, but no. Might whatever. have been one of the last times we were. We were, we were up to March. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe my kid. I think we even potted one time after yeah. after the old Mateo was born. But but still, the podcast family is growing. Uh, so, as always, we want to thank our, our sponsor, Nebraska Land Bank. I actually had to, to ask Danny if, if we were actually still being sponsored since we hadn't put out a pod recently. But uh, now that we're back in person, we actually have real – drinks and real snacks right now so everybody can enjoy their nebraska land banks snacks and drinks here yeah the uh the the checks haven't been rolling in as much as as they had been but we're we're back on air now so let's uh let's get a few sessions in and maybe we could (laughs) get that rolling again make some of those purchases we've been been planning uh and on top of that brandon i'll turn it over to you we got some fun exciting things happening Things are amidst in uh, in the sync second YouTube realm as as well. So I'm gonna turn it over to you, and you can fill everybody in on what's going on. Well, so I guess maybe as a social media person now, I wanted to do something on YouTube just to have for us to kind of reach out, you know, to our fans, interact in different ways. Thought maybe like a few of our Zoom. Uh, podcasts in the past that we did we could maybe put some clips on there so people could kind of see what it was like during that time you know let everybody realize that we have faces for radio exactly, exactly. Uh, I, went, I went through a few backgrounds on zoom so can you make sure to uh monitor which ones you're putting up there yes, on youtube for everyone to see i will make sure that they are uh, appropriate for the fdc or whatever what's Whoever's the do we have a rating for our youtube page do they do that uh, yeah, so our stuff right now is not for children. However, it is not blocked from people under 18. So we are for all ages, okay. but it's not a children program. That's where I feel like we, we belong. So, yeah, we got anything like we find college football or if anybody goes to a college football game or something and records something, you know, I thought it would be kind of a cool place for us to put it on there. And people could find it. So during this off season, I've always wanted to do some tailgate recipes to kind of prepare myself for the college football season. 
athletes are working out, you know, uh, going through their organized team activities or whatever it's called in college. And I want to start getting my grill, you know, all cleaned up and ready. And pre-gaming for the pre-game. Exactly. And so uh, we've been having some things on there for people to try. And someone reached out from Hot Tams, Hot Sauces, and uh, they're from Torrington, Wyoming. And like what we were doing, they're listeners to the podcast, so that's pretty cool. And uh, they make hot sauce, so they watched some of the tailgate videos and said, um, hey, is there something we could do for the listeners or, you know, something we could do kind of for the community? And I was like, I don't know. What can we do? And then uh, they said, what if we had like a discount or whatever? So 10% off on hottam.com. Just on the checkout where the card is, you just put in sing second, S-I-N-G-S-C-C-O-N-D. I put in all caps and it works, so I don't know if it's case sensitive, <laughs> but I would go all caps just in case. And then uh, it's good all the way up through the duration of 2021 Wow, for that. So, And to you listeners out there, we're not getting a cut from this or anything. This is just something, obviously, it's helping them, you know, drive up sales and whatnot. But it's kind of cool because it's like seeing second community someone out there, one of our listeners doing something nice for everybody else. And, you know, and then we in return can give them a little business if you like hot sauce and all that. Now, Brandon, because and I looked at their website a little bit. What would have you gotten some like what would you compare it to? I know uh, off pod, you said it's kind of like Tabasco sauce or they have at least a Tabasco type sauce. What all do they have available? Oh, it's nice because on the webpage there is a like thermometer and uh, it's kind of tells you what pepper is what and then what sauces they have have those peppers. Okay. So I'm going to say it's like thicker than what a Tabasco sauce would be, but the bottle looks similar, Yeah. but it's very tasty. I made a batch of ribs today and uh, Memphis style ribs video dropping, not this <laughs> week, but the next week, because Smashburg video drops this week. And actually, in that video, I was like, and tonight, you guys are going to have a podcast to listen to. And then I was like, wait a minute, cut that, because this is one week later. And I was like, by the time you're listening to this, we already will have had a podcast released for one week. So, uh, what was I saying now? <laughs> you oh, were they, describing the hot sauce. They have a oh, lot yeah. of varieties. ton of stuff, yeah. I, and they got like oh, pretzels, seasonings. seasonings. Well, and I, this is how you know it's a legit hot sauce company because they have a thermometer that tells yes. you how hot it is. There's other hot sauce places <laughs> that that's how they gauge it, and you know. I, uh, I went with the Eclipse, which is at the top of that. And the ribs did have a little bit of a kick today, but I like to put a little fire with my ribs. And honestly can say, and maybe this isn't saying much because sometimes I don't make the best of, but these were the best ribs I ever made. Even Angie, who does not like spicy stuff, she's like, these are the best ribs that you've ever made. And do they have, like, do they have oh. candy as well? They do have candy as well. They have jalapeno seasoned pretzels. They got little crackers. They got all sorts of stuff. Hot Tam's Hot Sauces. I like that. Check them out. If uh, I think that should be a hey, if you order hot tams, let's let's put that on some some Twitter. I know, I know. Unfortunately, 
maybe our our top listener, uh, Tyson Cromey, has has since left the North Platte area, has shipped off to to Omaha, bigger cities. Yeah, but hopefully the podcast still travels, and I'd love to see Tyson Cromey in a Twitter picture with some hot tams, hot socks. He likes grilling, you he know, does. and and he makes good stuff and. This stuff can so improve anybody. That's, that's what he said. All the pictures look pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it no might exa- have been copy and pasted. <laughs> so, uh, Tyson Cromie, here's your here's your challenge. Be the be the first one to get some hot tams up in this up in this business. Uh, all right, fellas, let's get after it. Before before anything, we got We got here. What's good? Last two months, catch us up, uh, Brandon. What's been good? Long story short, summer vacation, Disney World, going across Wyoming now to. Whoa, Teton, whoa, whoa! You so gotta slow down. Right. You've you've it seen two awesome. of the two of the bigger American. Well, I talked a lot about the YouTube, so I'm narrowing <laughs> cutting myself down for this new season. You said Yellowstone and Disney in one sentence, and that's all you're gonna. That was fun. It was awesome. It was, it was super fun. Cooped up for like a better part of a year, and going out and. Running around Disney World, pretending I'm a Jedi and seeing beautiful and, and, scenery. And what did your ten-year-old daughter think of you pretending to be the Jedi? So there's her? this picture, you know, where the lady's like, "Use the Force," you know, and when the Disney people take it, and like Angie and Maddie kind of half-assing their hand out, you know, I'm like, like I levitated the photographer, like legitimately lifted her up in the ground, and uh, they were like. That guy, he could be the one who brings balance. So, yeah, Maddie was, she thought it was pretty cool, too. We did the build-your-own droid. That was pretty sweet. We made a little red and white Husker-themed droid. Nice. Named it M8B9 for our initials. And then we just each picked a number. I picked nine because of Nick Foles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So just one word answer. What was better, Yellowstone or Disney World? It's about a tie. Oh, it really, God. It really, I like scenery. And oh, I've, never been, I've never been to the Bighorns before. Like, Tetons are pretty awesome and, and that stuff. But, like, going up to the Bighorns, I was like, I mean, they're just like any other mountain. But then, like, driving through them, I was, like, amazed. I want to go back and spend a little more time spend there. Time. It's pretty. What yeah. about Disney for a guy that hates lines? Like, if I go to Subway and there's four people in line, I'll turn around and be. So pros and cons not for you then. Pros and cons about COVID uh, Disney. Yeah, I was just saying. uh, I mean, COVID was pretty rough, but (laughs) clears out the old Disney World. So when we went there, they were still like at what, like forty percent or something. So they didn't have the fast passes, and I think the longest we waited in the line was maybe like forty minutes. The rest of them were like no, that's short. That's a short. The rest were like ten or twenty minutes. It, It was it was nice, like. As many people. Andy, last two months, what's been good? Oh, geez. Uh, made a big boy purchase. We bought a new car with our Nebraska land bank card. Nice. Yeah. Check that out. Um, my, my old car is like a 2001, and so having anything remotely over the last decade has been a huge upgrade. So we bought it and drove it right to Kansas City. That was the smoothest ride I think we've ever had. <laughs> he drove it past my house, and he looked so proud. I was glowing, still glowing. It's showing off all the features. Yeah, this is still yeah. It's a nice ride. 
Wow. New car smells. It did good. when he pulled by with, my house. I was say with two toddlers and a trip to Kansas City and back, smells kind of gone now. But you can remember it. It's always going to be there faintly. The yes. last car, the last car I purchased was a used vehicle. It's about four years old, and I was super excited about it. First day, I get in there. I'm driving around town. And I'm like starting to kind of smell. Like my my sense of smell is heightened, and I'm convinced that. The person that owned it previously was like a big time smoker and like smoked in the car all the time. And I didn't realize it at first because they had all the good, you know, new car scent in there. And now every once in a while, especially on hot days, it, it, it smells like a you really get that smoker's smoke vehicle. Roll. Yeah. I don't enjoy it. And then I always think when people get in the car, they wonder, oh, man, like, how much does he smoke? <laughs> I've never seen him. But Some people just don't know how to handle, handle their stress. You know? <laughs> He's a coach. He's a teacher. Yeah. You know, he's juggling a lot. Do you only smoke when you train? Uh, I'm a non-smoker. I just want to get that out there, clear it up. But if you're ever in my vehicle, you might wonder. Uh, so, Danny, besides the smoke-filled car, what's uh, what's been good for you the last two months? So, uh, first month of summer was all coaching. It was it was soccer, traveling around with the with the youth. Uh, teams that I coach and so my summer really began the, the about the first of July I stopped shaving and none of you guys mentioned it but <laughs> I thought you were going through a rough this patch is the best <laughs> beard I can grow it's all coming straight out of my neck um do you comb it up Andrew Luck is really who I'm kind of that's who I'm going for like he spent five or six years trying to grow a beard I've, I've spent maybe uh what about a month now yeah um little traveling, starting to play golf. This is like my golf season. Uh, but I do, and I, and I told you guys about it already, but today was like the perfect like summer day for me. Like like months from now when I'm thinking back to summer, I'm going to think about the great day I had today. Got up 7 a.m. for a tea time with my brother. Haven't seen him a whole lot in the last year or so because uh, of dang COVID. Um, but we played some golf, went straight over to the beach, uh, hit the lake, Rented a rented a pontoon boat and found out that you can actually pull a pull a tube behind that. So kids had all sorts of fun, and uh, the reason why we're sitting here at Andy's house with two young kids trying to sleep at ten o'clock at night, uh, recording this is because I got home late from the lake. So I appreciate you guys uh, waiting up for me, even though I was the first one here. <laughs> you were. It was a great day. Looking forward to the rest of my summer, but time is winding down. Now that yeah. three weeks left. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we recorded this pod today and not a week ago, because apparently you wouldn't have had anything fun going on no. in your life. So <laughs> My golf season, though. Yeah, timing was perfect. Uh, How about you, man? Yeah, we, we actually also made a, a new car purchase. My wife got a different vehicle with, again, kind of like with Andy, with two kids. We needed to expand our vehicle. We still wanted to be able to travel with the dog, so we looked and we shopped, and uh, my wife has now entered into the minivan stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, what uh, color is uh, it? First. Of her, of her life. Uh, white. Kind of an off-white. Okay. I actually thought I saw her driving a new minivan last week, but it was not white. Oh. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, kind of exciting. It's nice. It's got a lot of bells and whistles, but other than that, just been kind of spending some time with uh, two kids now, chasing Leo around. and. Did you get a DVD player in that thing? We didn't. They 
There's two that were for sale, both about the same price. One had one, one didn't. And they talked us out of it. They said with with tablets Devices. and everything, yep. it was just just another thing sure. that could go wrong. So that was the go-to for our, our first couple minivans. Was had to have the DVD player. Yeah. So. But now with devices and whatnot. Yeah. Did any of you guys just travel with DVD players? Uh, that was a big thing when we were in high school. We went to games. We'd always have our portable DVD players. I had a disc man. And a big old thing of CDs, the yeah. Game compact Boy, discs. The old Game Boy. I did, yeah, I had a Game Boy. Did you ever play Paperboy on the Game Boy? Yeah. That I was loved, probably my favorite I game. I loved Paperboy on the regular On Nintendo. the NES. Yep. I liked NBA Jam Tournament Edition on the Game Boy. It was pretty solid. You're like nationally ranked in I find my way back up to number nine after dropping down to 16th. Looked at the leaderboards, yeah. and I was like, dude, we should make it like this a, is what happens when you get complacent. You should make a video about that. There Put it on YouTube put that on or something. YouTube. There is a video. Oh, I know. I had to do it for an assignment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what school do you go to? Well, Florida assignment. Oh, Florida. Yeah. Not Florida State? No. Florida Atlantic? No. The Florida no. Gator University. All right. So as we make our return to the podcast game, Trying to make some sense out of everything that's been going on with everybody's favorite team. Well, everybody besides maybe Andy. The Nebraska Cornhuskers. Maybe we're bad enough now that Andy will be a fan. (laughs) Flavor of a weekend. (laughs) Yeah, a pretty tumultuous couple of months. So just a quick recap. And this is just what I kind of came up with on uh, Corn Nation. They helped me out. Uh, Broke ground on a new... $155 $155 million football facility. Yes. That was like, what, a few, I was like a year late too, wasn't it? Yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, of COVID. That, like, July 1st, I think, was when it was actually like official, official, like, they stuck shovels in the ground. Uh, Nebraska baseball. Was it the cere- ceremonial shovels where they don't actually shovel anything? <laughs> exactly. Like, they bring in dirt to do it. I hope I never have to do one of those because it looks awkward. Or a ribbon cutting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nebraska baseball making a run towards the College World Series, just falling short. Uh, of course, just like anything else, we were hosed in the seedings, get, getting put in the Arkansas bracket. Uh, Nebraska. We can, we can have a discussion about that because they technically were hosed. I didn't we, think so either, but that's just. I didn't even know anything about that. People were mad. You know, I would have rather than been in a different <laughs> area. It would have been cool know. if they had to go up to. Gonzaga. How do they yeah. determine that? So, it random ready? Or? No. So they give me the quick version. Top eight national seats. Okay. Then the next eight also host because they have thirty-two regionals. Okay. And then, uh, so the top sixteen are at their home sites. Right. And then after that, they take pretty much the next sixteen or that are twos and they okay. put them regionally. And so Arkansas was the closest regional to Lincoln. Okay. Now, Nebraska was a couple of votes away from hosting a regional a few weeks before that. So, technically, it said that they're the worst two seed, is the idea. Instead gotcha. of being probably the top two seed, they're technically the worst two seed. If you look at it from like March Madness. Right. Yeah. If you're thinking about March Madness, Arkansas was the number one overall seed. So, they essentially put Nebraska as the 16th seed, or I guess it would have been. The eight seed. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, baseball made a run. Nebraska coaches and a bunch of administrators go on the big red blitz promotion across <laughs> the state of Nebraska, including a stop in North Platte. 
do we judge who they send where at all? Like, because I always look to see who goes to North Platte Kearney versus Columbus versus yeah. Alliance Scotts Bluff. I wonder if any of the coaches grumble about who they had to travel with. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want to know. I want to know how that was determined. <laughs> Like they gave me the bowling coach. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, the, our bowling defending national champions. Yeah. The bowling, bowling coach is probably complaining. They gave me the yeah. football coach. <laughs> Who's the Scott Forrest yeah. Frost? Bowling coach was up in Shadron, probably more than likely. Uh, so yeah, you had the big red blitz, and then one week later, Bill Moose, the athletic director, resigns. I'll be uh, air quotes resigns. Yeah. Uh, then you get into the NIL. Uh, name, image, likeness, which we'll we'll dive deeper into in a in a later pod, uh, and then just last week, Trev Alberts named to replace Bill Moose as the new athletic director. On top of that, you have a lot of uh, Oklahoma game drama in the fall, based on if we were even going to play it, game time, all sorts of stuff like that. Are we still? People are still grumbling about that. Oh yeah, constant complaining about schedule difficulty. And finally, I think, trying to bury the hatchet with the Big Ten. All within the last two, three months. Is there anything that I missed? No. It's a lot, it's a lot to hash out. I wasn't sure if we were supposed to be talking about these things. You're just giving yeah, us a no, quick, that's just a quick run through. Quick rundown. Rob okay. Childress, another little baseball tidbit there. But okay. that's he's kind of a big deal in the Husker past. Yeah, coming back. Is that? Is there a NFL head coach with the last name Childress or? There used to be Brad Childress. Because when I saw that, I was like, "Oh dang, football team's getting a good, uh, good assistant." But no, no. It's not so uh, Rob, Childress, Rob Childress, Rob uh, Childress, was the pitching coach when Dave Van Horn was the head coach. Do okay. I have that backwards? But uh, he was the head know, coach. This is a college of, football podcast. Yeah, he was the head coach at Texas A and M, and then came back after he got fired for not making the tournament. One time or two times. Don't let me ask any more questions about baseball. Soccer, though. <laughs> That's a good question. Because it just emphasizes the fact we need to start doing this, bringing Nebraskans back into the program. We right. need former Huskers. From a to, very to specific set back, of years. To bring us back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From uh, the 90s. So... <laughs> As we kind of dive into this, and we'll get into to that to that former Husker coming back here momentarily, but Trev Alberts. Little we wanted Andy to be a Nebraska <laughs> fan. Yeah, Trev Alberts may come here and be saying, "Hey, move that football to FCS and uh, Adiel." Oh yeah, <laughs> season two. He hasn't brought know. it up yet, you but you can know. tell he's, he's secretly he's excited. So like, cool. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Uh, but first and foremost, what do you guys or how will you guys remember the Bill Moose era? He had some highs, had coaching hires, Frost, Toyberg, Will Bolt, Will Bolt, I think would all Yeah, Will Bolt sure. We'd we'd say those are all kind of high end. New facilities, he's kind of the one that ushering them in. I got a question about that though. If anybody else is A D, they're still probably pulling Scott Frost and Will Bolt. Maybe not Hoiberg, but he still had enough ties in Nebraska that it was on his radar. So is that really a Bill well, Moose I- thing? Eichhorst wasn't getting Scott Frost. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody but Eichhorst as the new AD. 
It's just kind of like when a quarterback in the NFL, his contract comes up. Like, they're always the next highest-paid quarterback of all time. Like, That's a good point. Yes, it was probably going to happen eventually, but he was the guy that got to pull it, pull him in. Uh, Lowe's, obviously the lack of football success. Rumors of him not always being fully invested. And then, obviously, constantly picking fights with the Big Ten and I know you can also throw that on Scott Frost's lap as well, but uh, is that a ne- is that a negative or a positive? Yeah, I was well, say, I, I guess he can negative because he's. You came think he in, was petty, or do you think I he think, was standing no, up for his school? I just think he came in and was like, rah, rah, yeah, and was a big talker. And I mean, you guys know I didn't like him when he first came, and so I love the fact that he's not here now. <laughs> and so uh, you know, he comes in and he's talking, oh, all this stuff. I did this, I did this, you know, and it's like, what have you done? And then he's like, oh, yeah, Big Ten. And then the Big Ten's like, That's a, I don't even know who like you are. What? Booster Brandon Pearson's yeah. feelings are coming and, out. And so, like, he's trying to pipe up to him, and they don't even respect him, you know? My thing is this. He came in. He blew the first freaking football game because there was a goddamn thunderstorm, True. and he couldn't find it. Like, that. from the moment he yeah. got here, I was like, Dude, football here. This is not Washington State anymore. We got to play our football games. This is important. And then he's like, rah, 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 we couldn't do it. Well, there's no way we could have rescheduled that in the short. Of, there was a three day weekend. There was a whole thing about this storm that was going to be there. You could have played it on Sunday. You could play it on Monday. And he's or like, oh, 11. And I had to go to the zoo the next day. Yeah. I, that, hate, I hate zoos. From the beginning of the time, he made you go to a zoo. Yeah, and, you and if you would have just bumped okay the game one that. day, I would have yeah. been back yeah. tailgating for a second day in a row. <laughs> and that sent a whole collision course for the rest of the season. Then we go play Colorado. We weren't quite ready. Colorado had that big game against Colorado State and had the big win and had all this mojo coming in and, and screwed it up. So I think good riddance to that. Clown. I think it's. I think it was what we do a lot is we don't like one guy, so let's get a guy that's different from that guy. The exact opposite yep. of that guy. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't have a good first impression at all of him. No. Okay. I didn't like. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I was like, you know what? One day I have a feeling that guy's gonna not reschedule a game, canceled due to a lightning storm, and then I think later on we'll still he's pay gonna him. do a whole bunch of other stuff that's gonna make me mad, and then. And I do remember one time saying, Scott Frost will be here longer than he will. Well, that's not fair. He's like 65, 70 years old. And Scott Frost is not. Mm. <laughs> is, is he respected by his peers, do you think? I or do they kind of so. laugh at him? I think they laugh at him. So you think a lot of the it, whole country sticking up and, and, The whole country laughs well, at us. That's a whole separate you know? conversation. <laughs> I think Andy now, had a thought. I was going to say, just to be fair, like if I, if people would laugh at me, and not respect me, but I still somehow get paid at one point five million dollars the rest of my contract. I'd be okay with that. Oh, all of that! Yeah. I'll be with that forever. Like <laughs> yeah. I, my life goal is just to have a buyout and still get paid. To do I would love to be good enough to be hired as a college coach. Just be hired then fired, <laughs> and then with yeah. my natural ability, be fired within a year. I mean, I'd try. I wouldn't not. I'd try hard, but I would get yeah. fired. And there's 49 other states for money. me to live. In. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm okay with that. You know, Kyle, are you just are you just post asking the questions here? Do you have some thoughts on that? See, I I, I wasn't out on him as as soon as he was hired. Like 
Brandon was because I, I do think that at first, especially with bringing Frost in, like they were kind of a not a package deal, but it always kind of felt that way. And I always I always wanted Frost as the head coach, so whoever got to bring him in was probably going to be uh, okay in my book. Uh, when it comes to everything in the Big Ten, uh, I liked I liked it at first, especially last year when we were trying to fight for the football season and we were the team that said we wanted to play. Up any, until the bowl game. <laughs> anywhere, anyone. Uh, but then it got to the point where it was just constant. And anytime something was, was said about the Big Ten, we had a comment about it. Or anytime that we said something, the Big Ten had a comment about it. And it just got old just being the punching bag of the Big Ten because even though we have about as long of a tradition as – almost any other team in the country, there's five or six schools in the Big Ten that can kind of hold some things over it. So maybe if we were in the Big Big 12 and we were sticking up against Texas and those Johnny-come-latelys, it'd be one thing, and I'd probably ride with them till the end. But it just got old with the Big Ten. Have you ever really cared who, who the Husker athletic director is? Well, Only when they suck. But what makes them suck? Part of the issue, though, is like – we, we went from having, what, Steve Peterson or whatever who screwed up royally, and then Tom Osborne, and then Sean Eichhorst. It's like we've just had that, like you were saying earlier, that polar opposite of everybody um, personality-wise. It's like it's cool to have Bill Moose want to talk to people because that's the opposite of Sean Eichhorst. But at some point, isn't the be- aren't the best ADs the ones you don't know and don't hear about because then things are usually going pretty well? I mean, this feels like a... Hey man, your job here's done. Like, take off type of deal. Well, and I don't know. I think it's it's always good to to kind of be the second guy. So if you think that Bill Moose is going to get credit for for Frost and Hoiberg and this these new facilities, like he's going to have a few notches in his belt. But then he also took a lot of the bullets of the rebuild. Where now, when we when we get into Trev Alberts and the the new regime. I think these guys, you would almost hope, have to be set up for success because the groundwork, the literal groundwork of the football facilities yeah. is, he reminds is done. Like you've carried us this far, now we're going to hand yeah. it off to someone else. Somebody you, you that we're going to like better. That reminds me of Steve Peterson. Yeah. Because, you know, he destroyed – I mean, football team has been less successful now than, you know, Callahan made a few goal games. And then uh, – but the facilities were really improving at that time, you know, the new weight room and all that. Like, to me, Moose reminds me of Peterson, only Moose wasn't a former Nebraska guy. Peterson was. Do you think any of it has to do with you're not going to have to be the guy that fires Scott Frost? <clears throat> I don't know. You, no, br- you was, brought him here, you're not going to have to make his that His contract decision. was only going to be for, like, 18 months longer, and I don't think there's any way they fire Scott Frost next year unless – Something comes out that he's not the person. He he's on the hot seat. <laughs> according to <Don's. laughs> According to everyone. <laughs> according to any top ten list that is out. Uh, but, yeah. any would, it, That's a different question, though. Who would want to take over after the prodigal son returned and failed? Nobody. Right. Matt Davison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he had been – oh, man. Matt Davison is just – 
fell asleep and managed to fall up the, the yeah. level uh, of... Maybe for the... Davidson the has the best job. I don't maybe, know what his job is, but he's For the, the associate best job. athletic director of baseball, we should get Jabba Chamberlain. And the one for basketball, we should get Cookie Belcher. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's just like, yeah, whatever. We just used to play for him. I bring him but, in, baby. But if we're comparing them to Matt Davidson, like Jabba Chamberlain is probably too... Accomplished as a player, like oh, yeah. he you would meet somebody who have the, I don't know. When uh, Matt Davison was a freshman and made that catch in the back Jared of the end zone in Missouri, I was like, a guy who doesn't let that ball touch the ground is not going to let our football team down. <laughs> yeah, as an administrator. Exactly. Yeah. So then uh, you know, equal correlation. He gets on the bus, and then he always talks about how Tom Osborne's like, "Nice catch, Matt." <laughs> future administrator, yeah. you know, just uh, <laughs> speaking of that, they, broadcaster. They, they, I don't know if we're talking about Trev Alberts yet, but he, <laughs> he made some comment and then the, the people on another podcast I was listening to said that that's a Tom Osborne thing. Like he learned that from Tom Osborne. So we're still all these years later, like using old Dr. Cutting Tom football teams. Phrases. Did he learn that from Tom Osborne? <laughs> Hey, ring, ring. Hey, congratulations. Record-breaking national champions in a row. Good job. Uh, yeah, you're going to need to find a new ride home because it just cut the program. I would have come and told you in person, but that would be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I said good day. A <laughs> uh, couple of things. I, I actually saw uh, multiple comments when, when they were hiring these guys of, like, Please, not Tom Osborne. Like, people were honestly thinking that they're just going to kind of. <laughs> oh, he was there, though. When reheat they, Dr. Tom again. They introduced Trev. Uh, he was there. Did anyone see the picture of uh, Trev getting. <laughs> Doc Sadler. <laughs> getting out of the, ele- the uh, <laughs> elevator and Doc Sadler's in the background. But... Yeah, he, he probably always needs to wear a three piece suit just to make himself look <laughs> a little bit better. Uh, it wouldn't be a sync second podcast without a little mention of. Uh, the Cody Kilgore alma mater, but Matt Davison, I think, was the last. That took a long time. We've been going like yeah, 40 minutes. Last guest speaker of the Cody Kilgore. Uh, they retired camp. all speakers after that. They're like, we cannot do better than Matt I Davison. I don't know if it, it No was, more speakers in Cody. It might have just been a correlation. I don't know if it was causation, but we'd never had one again. We we used to bring in some. Shut heavy, it all down. Yeah, we used to bring in some heavy hitters and. Uh, I think I had told you at one point I had actually failed but got a pick assigned picture to Scott Frost uh, when he you did mention that uh, like the next year or as soon as Matt Davidson Kyle's uh, mom can we get a hold of that <laughs> uh, I think I have a picture on it on my phone no I, I imagine like somebody dropped a microphone and they're like microphone dropped down the middle diving <laughs> Matt Davidson got it and they're like I nobody hope, can follow I hope that. he turned his experience of the catch into some big huge long oh, life lesson yeah, yeah I can't even remember but my, my sister yeah, had a, a, got a jersey because even though I failed to get Scott Frost it was my sister who actually convinced Matt Davidson to do it so Wait, yeah. your sister has a Matt Davison jersey? Yep, signed. I do got to say, that was like such a happy day for me, though. Oh I'm, I'm really gosh. ragging on the guy right now, but yeah. like one well, of my happiest Husker moments. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure he's a really good guy, I don't even really remember it. I was so young. Were you alive? And I was, but I was, I mean, I was just young. Along with all of his like administration duties, he's also on the radio call with is Greg Sharp. Is he still yeah. the voice? Yeah, he still is. And I'll tell you what, if you are leaving Lincoln – after a Husker loss, 
there's nobody more depressing oh, to listen to on the radio than Matt Davis. No, no, no not after me, game. It starts like mid third quarter. That's but true. that makes me feel better. <laughs> I love like it, knowing that he's so administrator cares so much. You can, it's like I this the, guy feels the same way I feel right I now. I want the broadcast that's not like that he can be uncensored and just cursed. Oh yeah. Well, so when it was Mike Riley, it was it was damn near to that point. Yep. It's it's a little bit more awkward since he's such good friends with Scott Frost when he tries to criticize him without criticizing him. Yeah. Uh, I, Dan, I this just turned into a Matt Davis yeah. love-hate fest. Yeah, what are your thoughts on Matt Davis? Let's just go around the room, love or hate, Matt Davis and Kyle. I'm still in the love category. Okay, yeah, Brandon. Still in the love category. And it's only love or hate. You don't, there's no... Yeah, yeah. There's, not a it's kind of a tie. Yeah, Andy. Love. Okay, love. See, sing so second podcast. His, his, his voice doesn't match his looks. I would never guess he was. Four thumbs up old. for Matt Davidson if he's listening. Yep. Hey, uh, we just said we love him. Now you're just. That's bringing back down. Got his legs out. Uh, he's probably listening. So, so Danny gave us, gave us the segue. We we now have a, a new athletic director, Trev Alberts, All American. In the mid '90s, national championship on the first team. Uh, former UNO athletic director, former ESPN analyst. Uh, could have been Kirk Herbstreit. He could have been Kirk. Herbstreit. Tall man. Tall man. Good haircut. Yeah. Uh, been yeah, been in a Omaha. classic look. Yep. Yeah, you know, been in Omaha since 2009. Uh, Andy, thoughts. The only problem I have with the hire is the fact that it took like two and a half, three weeks from the day that Bill Moose resigned. Because you know if Trev was their first guy, he's in Lincoln that day saying, hey, I'm, I'm ready to write the ship. But 15 days, 20 days, whatever it was, like how many guys are like, hey, no, I'm, I'm not interested. And Trev's like, over here, no. like I've been here for two ADs now. That was the best line that Andy had put in the group messages how did it take so long to hire somebody who would have accepted it the day that bill moose resigned i hope he's the first guy and i don't even like saying this but i hope he's the first guy that said yes i hope he wasn't our first choice you know but uh i hope he wasn't our first choice so i hope we but at the other hand that stinks that other people we would like better probably said no but I hope he wasn't our first choice. But I think I he's the best that we could get. So That's what I think. So I follow know. that up. Like, A, why do you think he shouldn't have been our first choice? And then B, who are you then, I guess, pulling for? I don't know. I, so I, I guess to answer both of those, sorry to catch up, Ryan. He, why was he the best choice? And also why is he probably not shouldn't have been the first choice is the exact same answer. Because he played for the Husker football yeah. team in the '90s, like it's the exact same thing with Scott Frost and bringing back the former player. It's a little embarrassing at this point. Yes, you know, but I think the Nebraska way. And just I liked him when he was on ESPN, you know, and probably because I didn't really like Mark May and or was a, was a Mark <laughs> like Mark May, May? <laughs> and uh, so they. You know, I was like, yeah, Trev Love, Alberts. hate Mark May. Hey, <laughs> I want to know if Mark <laughs> May got canceled before cancel culture was a thing. Yeah. So that must be that. That's like Jay Mariotti on Around the Horn. <laughs> this podcast got edgy real quick. <laughs> so uh, I liked him back then, but then just the time at Omaha, 
The whole thing, canceling the wrestling, the way that he did that, okay, really so rubs me the wrong it way. It drives me nuts that 11, 12 years later, people, that's their go-to. And to see Husker wrestlers say, you're my guy, but if if our team gets cut, I'm pissed or whatever. It's like, well, no, duh. But A, UNO was bleeding back then for money. Two, I don't know why they would cut the wrestling team, whatever. But, I don't know. like, I just, the Huskers aren't hurting for money, so he's not going to cut the wrestling program. Like, let's let's take this as, out of Just as tact of it, the way he handled it. I'm not you know, That kind of thing. I, don't, I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Rubbed me the wrong way. I wasn't but, good enough to play for you know, football, so it wasn't really on my radar. I think. Now, and I don't even know who told me. I thought it was one of you guys, but maybe not. But somebody had told me, me that, uh, or I had heard mention the fact that. You're no fan, Danny Whitney. And I, it wouldn't have been the only reason, but one of the reasons why the football team got cut is they essentially wanted UNL to have the football team. They wanted to maybe promote UNO's basketball team. And they really just. UNK's wrestling team, which actually is better. Yeah, and I I don't know. It just to me, it's two different, I guess, problems. When you yeah. when you go to a school that's coming up to D one and you're low man on the totem pole, it's just going to take a lot more money to kind of be that. And so you got to decide: do you want to have all the sports but be Division two, or do you want to kind of specialize? I honestly am, a, I guess, a little bit more pro this higher than maybe you guys sound because it, it'd be defending the man. It'd be one thing if we were just hiring a former Husker off the street because he was a former Husker. This guy has a decade plus of experience doing the job that he was actually hired to do, True. which I'm not exactly sure going back to the Matt <laughs> Davidson case that he does. But I just feel like our that's where our gaze goes first every time. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, uh, oh, Dave Remington, oh, this guy, oh, that, you know what I mean? You always hear, like, the same kind of things with but Dave Remington. I, and I, would, I, have, I have no reason to believe he's not great at his job. I love Trev Alberts. Like, I just, my immediate reaction, and I've calmed down since, was, like Brandon said, like, it's almost a little embarrassing. My immediate reaction was like, oh, man, they're going to make fun of us again. <laughs> like, I, I really think that we've become like a laughing stock nationwide. I think people I think people laugh at us. I think the fact that we got our, our guy, Scott Frost, and he seems to maybe not have it all figured out, and then this next move is throw another national champion, Husker, in, in a high-profile job. Like, I have no reason to believe he's not going to do a great job. My first reaction was just like, oh, man, they're, they're going to laugh at us about but this. But I guess then it, it seems like you guys are – are saying that Nebraska's in a no-win situation because mm-hmm. some of you guys, like, you guys just were trashing Bill Moose because, he's, come on, guy, this is not Washington State anymore. And so, I guess who were... When you say we, some of us who... I, I'm Brandon. Okay. I'm pointing <coughs> to Brandon. That's what I'm saying. I know people can't see me Thanks pointing to Brandon. trying to yeah. make it sound nice. Yeah, if you're going to use tell, gestures, you got to actually explain the gestures. But, but how... I guess if if a guy from Washington State doesn't understand kind of the way we do things, but then now we don't want to recycle guys that came through the pipeline already, then I guess where where should we have gone then? I'll go back to I don't I honestly don't really care who our athletic director is. I just want our football team to win more. That, that's my only thought on this whole thing is just that initial thought that I had. More I hear and more I read, I I, I think we're probably in. In a good spot. 
I do think I do think it's kind of funny that the the immediate rumor, like the week after Moose left or was fired, was that it was going to be Ed Stewart. Yeah, that's one of my follow-ups. Like, what happened to that? And like, then it's like, no. Who who's Ed Stewart? He was real a quick. different linebacker. He was a Husker he was, linebacker. Oh, okay. And they're like, no, it's not going to be him. Big 12. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to ask that because, like, like you said, for an entire week, it was like, oh, they're paving the way for, for Ed Stewart to come in. And it's just, then all of a sudden his name faded. Yeah. And uh, that's why it took 15, 20 days. I wonder if he was. Like, yeah, possibly. Did they go after him? First? And, and Danny brought up. And I, I watched the press conference. I don't know if you guys did or not. But uh, one of the comments that were made at the very end, and I think this was more of just a, a legality thing, so they didn't have to share other names of people they were interested in. But they said there was, out of their final list, there was 25 names that they were trying to pare it down to, and they only had one official interview. Was it a national search firm? Yeah, I think it was a national search firm. I want to be on a national search firm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess my first question would be, like, 25 names. If if I gave you $10 for every name that you got right, like, what would be the first name besides maybe Ed Stewart? Like, what would have been, like, the caliber, the type of names that you think you would have heard? Iowa State guy, probably. Former yeah. Huskers. <laughs> Did you no, guys did hear, you hear that? his comment? Tommy when... Frazier, <laughs> Matt Terman. Tom Osborne twice. Doesn't sound like Brandon's being serious about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thunder Collin. Wait, was it, did he give me yeah. or something? Yeah. Lawrence Phillips. Is he still? Was he still available? Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no. Did you guys hear the comments from the Iowa State? Didn't he basically uh, say, I think we're in a much better yeah. situation? He's like, yeah, why would I leave Iowa State? I'm pretty sure that we're in a better situation now, to than be fair, Nebraska is. The football team is in a pretty legit spot in the Big 12 right now. The basketball team lost more than the uh, Husker basketball team this year. That's hard to do. Yeah. The volleyball team is nowhere near that. If you're not in the top two or three in the Big 12, can you really say that that's in a good spot either anyway? So, I think we're, we're like going back and forth yeah. with how we're looking at it. Are we looking at it through strictly – Football perspective yeah. or the entire athletic department perspective. I'm going mostly. And I'm, I'm going like 110 percent football. Yeah, 110 to 120. And, and it, we've that, been bad for a while, and I'm grumpy about <laughs> exactly. it. And now the more I'm thinking about the matter, and it's like an NFL team. Pretty soon after a while, I go through a lot of coaches, and then you start getting mad at the owner <laughs> or the general manager, and then that's like the AD here. So now I now I'm yeah. mad at him. That's a tough spot too, because regardless of how good we are, we still got an incredibly difficult schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably topic for later, yeah. later date. I, I do. I did find it interesting because you guys brought it up. Like they pretty much during this press conference, like reiterated multiple times, like yes, this is the athletic department or the athletic director, but we know that football is pretty much the one that pays the bills. So it's like yes, all of these decisions were made. Like we we had coaches from other sports in on it, but we know that this is essentially a, a football hire as well. Uh, I guess my last question on this, and I thought it was interesting because as part of this this search uh, committee, they had, I think, uh, the women's basketball coach, Williams, Amy Williams. They had uh, a couple of different coaches, but then they also brought, they had Austin Allen as a football representative, but they also talked or had, 
Dominican Sue, Jordan Burroughs, I think uh, George Larson, former Nebraska standouts, yeah. also as part of this committee. What do you guys think about that? Do you think, <clears throat> did you like the fact that they were brought into it? Or if Taylor Martinez wasn't on it, then it's not. Or is this going to be an anti, we're just Nebraska alums picking other Nebraska alums? I think Sue is a good one to have there because he does give a lot back to the school and you know, I don't know, he's kind of our only player as of late with any respect in the yeah. you know what I mean? And I think I think Levante pretty good. Come on. Oh, oh, yeah. Come on. So yeah, that's true. When, that's true. And I don't know why. Because like I'm I'm not a wrestling fan at all, but then when I heard Jordan Burroughs name in there, just because it's, like that's a name that people around the country know and have no idea that there's a Nebraska connection to it. Like that carried a lot of weight to me. And because he's an Olympian, you know, yeah. you just kind of, yeah, kind cool. of glazed. What, what kind of decision-making actual power did this group have? I have no idea. I, so, I, and you're saying these were the guys who, this was the group that got the 25 names? No, this, was it, it was part of like, so you had your national. So there was an actual yeah. firm that was hired. Yeah. Yes. And then as for a, a lot fight, of money, find Trevor as essentially, down the road. Yeah, an hour. <laughs> an hour away. Already has a, a Nebraska college email address. That yeah. could just... it, it's it's kind of like, Danny, when, when you met your wife, and you probably, in part of your body, believe in soulmates. Do you really think that just the powers that be just happened to put your soulmate 15 blocks away from you? and? Throughout this entire entire globe, like maybe that's the case well, with Trev Alberts and Nebraska football. I'm trying to wrap my head around this comparison. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Are you Trev Alberts? Alberts? No. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you believe? So now when Trev Alberts leaves, I could have to call Danny and be like, "Hey, is everything okay?" Yeah. <laughs> is, is Jackie doing? All I right? did. I did <laughs> read or hear something that they basically say they do that because then if something goes bad, the university can be like. Well, you know, all, we had this firm that did all the vetting, yeah. and must something must have slipped through them. Yeah, makes they, sense. They got swindled, not us. But yeah, as fate had it, one day I was at my uh, my best friend's house, and his girlfriend was over, but his girlfriend brought a, brought a friend with her, um, and I went over to hang out, and it just so happens that the friend of the girlfriend, uh, she's my wife. Yeah. And so I just so like do you just think that that was just in the stars, or do you just Trev think Alberts. she happened to so, be somebody that am I married to Trev Alberts? <laughs> yeah, or are you in Nebraska football? No, I don't think I don't think it took a whole heck of a lot to uh, get to uh, Trev Alberts's. For all you uh, state people out there at respected schools, if you find yourselves. Needing a new athletic director, I guess uh, the seeing second national search firm Ooh, is offering yeah. our yes. services. To we you. can come up with twenty-five names. We'll easy. give you twenty-five. We lots. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. You know, Available for hire. Open for business. <laughs> At a discounted rate compared to the other ones. But but still substantial, a substantial rate. Yeah. yeah fair. Because negotiable. Because they're not going to hire somebody who says we'll do it for free. Like. <laughs> We're $5 million a piece, so that, that's how you know that we're good at our jobs. All right, so just so final wrap-ups on this. Where do you think we are as a program, or where do you stand with Nebraska athletics or football? Does, are we 
better than we were two months ago, worse, the exact same. This has no implication on where we're at. I think we're a basement dweller. Currently a basement dweller. Like, well, again, are we talking about football or Nebraska athletics? I'm, sa- I'm saying no, we're, we can still have I'm football. I'm saying it about football, but since football is generally yeah. you know, the big thing, when you ask people, what about Nebraska athletics? Oh, yeah, my grandparents said how good they were in the 90s. You know, it's getting right. to that point in time where we've been so bad for so long. And it used to be like, man, disrespect. We're number six right now. We only lost a game last year. Now it's like we can't even say it's disrespect because we're winning four games in a year. You know, it's not very good. So did anything in this last couple of months raise or lower that or – that's where we're all, we are until we prove otherwise. I feel like it's the same the yeah. same thing. We'll have cool stuff to look at when we go. Little nicer facilities. Maybe yeah. some faster Wi-Fi connection at the stadium for games as a fan. But Yeah. If if North Platte, Nebraska, <laughs> Nebraska Landes can figure out some Wi-Fi and some service for the, the concerts that are 18,000 people yeah. deep, Come on, Memorial Stadium. Let's get it some service to yeah, some people. Yeah, cell phone advertisements on the thing. Yeah. It's like I'm yeah, literally the, underneath their <laughs> sign. The, the, the biggest sponsors are U.S. Cellular and Valentino's. Like, mm. come on. You can get a live feed of a freaking rover on Mars, and <laughs> yeah. I'm in Memorial Stadium, and I can't, like. I ate half of a large Valentino's pizza on the way home from the lake today. Andy, where do you see Nebraska <laughs> football? Gosh, I have, I have no idea. Like, with everything then why are you here? Because <laughs> I wanted to see what this felt like for once. <laughs> like, it's just, it's tough because you hear about the recruits come in. We open against Illinois, who's clearly not been a great football team the last yeah, few years. six and a half point favorite. But that's the thing. Like, you, they've got transfers. They've got whatever. But it's like, they have a new coach. We should be, you would assume, a bigger favorite than... Six and a six and a half point. Yeah. Where are we dogs? Are we... We're underdogs. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Right there. I, it's going to change. I would yeah. assume by the time we, we may even be favorites by the time the game gets played. But as long as it stays under ten, every time it's over ten, we know you're yeah. going to blow it. So, I, I think, I think things are all, always progressing. I just think it, it, it's not fast enough. I say sometimes it's really slow. And I think the people in charge made the decision to have Bill Moose leave because they thought we could be in a better position without him. So I'm going to trust him for now. I'm pessimistic, but I'm going to trust him. I feel like all the t- if I took a list of every team in FBS football. 131 teams. Yeah, whatever it is. Scott, Scott Frost had the sixth best football playing career out of all. But I think um, half of those teams, maybe more than half of those teams, I would not be surprised if Nebraska lost to them. But when you think about it, that puts us at, what, 65? And so that's... That's unfathomable for me. Like, But 65, 66, probably like a UCLA. Imagine going back in time and telling yourself that 30 years ago. I was listening to something last week where they were talking about rating the recruiting classes and then the actual results. And we're, we're one of the worst when it comes to that. Oh, yeah. Like our recruiting classes should be way better than, than the results we're having. That 
Well, yeah, because we've had top. We haven't had great recruit classes, but they're still yep. top thirty, kind of based on needs more or less. But how many of them actually? How many, how many of them stick around? After yeah. That's what I would say. I think it would be hard to really correlate that, not just for us, but most teams, especially now, the portal and all that yeah, stuff. In terms of yeah, your recruiting class might be awesome, but how many of those guys stick around for two plus years? Not no, that, three. That's a big part of it too, though. A concern offering of offering them something that they're going to want to stick around for because obviously the players all know that if they don't have the situation they want they're going to go somewhere else so and a concern of mine too like scott frost saying he wasn't able to recruit in oregon you know and here it was going to be a lot easier because of the name and then was kind of making excuses for not recruiting well at oregon and then mario cristobal comes in and yeah. well that's the funny thing if top Five or ten classes. When Scott's there, they have the, the jerseys are the coolest thing at that point. Like yeah. he had every tool. So that actually, concerns me a little bit about their ability. Have you ever seen red and white, sir? We've got the sweetest combo. Dude. We'll go all white one Alternates, time. We put black on them. <laughs> Maybe. Like so yeah, but every other team. You're you talking know? Oregon, but then he goes to UCF and now that's like, a that's a whole different debate though because they had they were zero and thirteen the year before but the year before that they went twelve they and were one pretty, yeah. and so like yeah but I but, but they've been relevant they've been in the top twenty five the last yeah. three years post Frost yeah. which would have been the guys he was recruiting yeah. so yeah. I I don't know when I just thought it was an interesting comparison about how oh we, yeah you definitely know, and it's like and then we we could dive into a completely different do you, conversation do you think Frost is actually on the hot seat. Anyone I think? can't imagine, especially with Trevor Alberts in his first year. No, I just I think, think even if we're better, we get a new athletic director. What do they eventually do? Get a new football. Got to make coach. a move. I would say he's on the hot seat. It's, I don't it's, say it's, that's right. It's a tough just, situation. Yeah. Even if we're significantly better, so does it's going to be a struggle to be bowl eligible. Then does Trev Alberts do the old uh, Barry Alvarez deal, and he becomes the head coach as the athletic director? No. <laughs> <laughs> Brings in a Dominican Sue to be yeah. the defensive coordinator from the Natural Search Committee. Hey, it's gonna no. Matt we'll, Davis it'll, be a, it'll be a national receivers. search firm that appoints Trev Alberts as the head coach. <laughs> no, here's down the line. If if we if we honestly think because I don't like it would have to be embarrassingly bad this year. I think for Frost, oh, it can be not to be back. And but like yeah, we've gotten our heads caved in by how many wins is embarrassingly bad. I'm not even saying wins or losses. It's it's what the wins and losses look like. Because if we're competitive and we're losing by 10 points to Ohio State, like Ohio State's just in a different class. But then what do your wins have to look like, though? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if we got to be competitive in, in the losses. If the other team has to forfeit from coaches. Win the games, we should win and, and be. Which ones are those? We're underdog to Illinois. I don't know. I to be fair, I, we have a returning quarterback and a pretty good defense coming back. But I think we're going to be better. I'm yeah, just saying it's be going to be extremely yeah. hard to, to show it with yeah. the schedule that we have. And, I, like, everybody knows that going in as well. And I actually will even say results and stuff from last football season should just be – Yeah. Don't don't use those. Every single team was in a different situation about <clears throat> oh, yeah. what they were doing for practice and everything. So I will even give Scott Frost – will just nullify last season. Yeah. So now we got to see something yeah. worth worth being a fan of. So this is my prediction to put on on this podcast. So if you guys say, I, I get think the Twitter out. Yeah, Let's I, go. I think he's safe for right now. Get like the Twitter out. <laughs> like to me, 
his hot seat year would be the following year if it doesn't go well this year. And so if we're saying, like, worst case scenario, let's say he's out in two years, by about the point that that's happening, guess what else will be happening? Zach Taylor will probably be wearing out his welcome in Cincinnati. And then we could bring back former Nebraska player. Corey Ross will be the running back. <laughs> Zach coach. Taylor. At some point. Maurice we'll... Purify will be the wide receiver oh, coach. No. <laughs> I was thinking about that catch. Maurice Purify in the back Texas of the end zone. Like, that was a good moment during yeah. those years. You gotta always cherish the good moments. Well, yeah. shoot, that year we had receivers that looked like that they belonged in the yeah. NFL. I can see that every day. You guys are selling Quincy and Nunn one short, man. He's still rocking. He was, he was, yeah, he know. was better in the NFL than he was in college. I don't know. Other I, than that ninety-nine yard touchdown, I was at that game and he had the ninety-nine yard <laughs> touchdown. That was pretty impressive. Was that South Carolina or Georgia? Uh, Georgia, 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 Jacksonville. That was when we played in like the same bowl game like four years in a row. Yes. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of a crap bowl game. We just keep it. <laughs> the old Holiday Bowl. Oh, I thought it was the Capital One. Gator Bowl or something. Gator Bowl. Yeah. It was the Gator Bowl. Yeah. You're right. Those seem year, very similar, those two the, bowls. Well, they put, they're playing the same stadium, aren't they? Probably. So there's two big Ten bowls that do. Wasn't one of those years when uh, the other team had a really good receiver who's in the NFL got kicked out for fighting and punching? Well, shoot, that was Alshon Jeffy, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was like towards the beginning of the game. Yeah. That's a hard time cheering for Alshon Jeffrey when he first came to the Eagles. I was like, this freaking guy. <laughs> and then when he started being bad, you know, the last, I was like, I knew I hated you. you I never liked you. The best defensive adjustment is to say something that Alshon yep. would throw a punch He for. got ejected from that game, and then they still gave him player of the game. <laughs> Remember that? I was super mad. I was like, oh, my God. That's yeah. impressive. He played a quarter and a half and was yeah, I'm, I'm a, they like had to get him from the locker room, bring him back out to give him his play of the game show. <laughs> like, we made fact checkers out there. Look that up, but yeah. I'm fairly I certain. Don't know. That seems like a great story. <laughs> uh, so finishing touches. I know we, we mentioned uh, maybe a couple of different off-the-wall topics, ideas. Anybody have conversation that they just have to get off their chest being in person for the first time anybody have any final thoughts or any not nebraska related any any final shoot i wanted to talk about if lincoln could successfully host a poll game but (laughs) you said not that these are not necessarily football related so no i know at one point we talked about and this might have to be saved for another pod a little space jam 2 review have you gotten gotten no my son's at at home watching it right now didn't really want him to watch it with that way, but I watched it. Uh, I, I I was wondering, like in the golf swing, like do I how how do I roll my wrist? Little or, wrist turn. Okay, just a little fixes a lot okay, of things. Little you. wrist turn. I don't have anything further. All right. So as we wrap up the last, not last, the first podcast back in the D Street Studios, uh, Brandon, extra point. Uh, yeah, so uh, congratulations to Frank Solich on his yeah. retirement. Hope everything goes good with his heart. And Tim Albin, Northwest Oklahoma State coach, won a national championship there in the 90s and was a coach of the year at the NAIA, I believe. 
wanted to be a part of the Nebraska football program so much, quit there, came to Nebraska to be a grad assistant under Frank Solch and was here for a few years and uh, went to North Dakota State with the Bison and then went to Ohio and now is the new head coach. So is I've always kind of been a fan of his back in the day. I thought maybe he would be a new Nebraska coach, you know. Give it a couple years. There. Yeah, maybe. But uh, congratulations, Stan, for getting a head coaching job at the FBS level. I think that's pretty cool, Tim Allen. Do you guys feel like there's a podcast somewhere in Ohio where they're just sitting around saying, these Nebraska guys, we just got to quit hiring <laughs> yeah. Nebraska guys. Well, no, because Ohio, Frank Solich has the most wins in MAC history, and they've been going to – Mac championships. Yeah, I promise year. you, Frank Solich will be taking some sort of job or position within the Nebraska yeah. Athletic Department. Had he decided to retire two weeks earlier, how how fast would his name have been oh. brought up for possible athletic director duties? Yeah, if it wasn't, if it didn't come out right after those, there's a health reason with his heart. I'm sure that at least they're trying to keep yeah. that. And we're not talking about an urban uh, Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> what a roller coaster of health for urban Meyer. Jeez Louise. He must be feeling fit now. Uh, Andy, that's your points. <laughs> no, I had nothing to do with any strength coaches. 40 days or so, 41, 42 days until the old Huskers kick off against the Illini. Not in Dublin or wherever. Yeah, I was going to say, how long are they going to try to make this Ireland thing work? Christ, maybe this was what Moose caused... screwed that up. Yeah, maybe this is what caused yeah. COVID, is we're just not supposed to be playing a football Spot game moves. in Ireland. Yep. So, just in Champaign, I believe, and so... 41 days, though. That's, that doesn't seem too far away. I'm excited to host some watching watching parties this year. Is Sing Second Grill going to be there? Yeah. Sure. I'll be there. Danny, on your, your point. hold on. Are, are you gonna host it on your sweet uh, screen nah, outside? indoor, indoor, oh. or outdoor. Okay, sure. yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, eleven a.m. probably don't get great. I just had an extra point in mind. Sorry. Now it's just it's dead air. Dead air. I'll remember it. Start talking. Okay, for a I'll, bit. I'll, I'll give mine out. Interrupt you. Uh, I had an idea. That oh, I love. I, <laughs> I, I got so sick of watching sports <laughs> in empty stadiums, and I really enjoying sports again, even on TV with with actual people in stadiums and not canned crowd noise anymore. With a caveat, I completely agree. I have seen enough fans in 8K video. Oh man, zoomed in Phoenix Suns fans. Those oh are God. some just odd-looking people. Yeah, in, I have no idea why we have to have the ugliest people <laughs> in the stadium <laughs> counting to 10 when Giannis is shooting yeah. free throws in the most high-def <laughs> video imaginable. Is that was my only caveat to that. Is it like that, that. that almost video game look in? Yeah, like yeah. Where they all look like Looks they're like they're in a portrait <laughs> studio or something. Yeah. Every other one's doing the same motion. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. And then... As a, before I get to my extra point, did any of you guys watch the game last night? Where I you had – so obviously the opposing fans are counting to Giannis as he's shooting free throws because he has a really long uh, kind of routine. And in Phoenix last night, there was a guy who had $100 bills. <laughs> and as he was counting, he was moving $100 bills from one hand to the next, counting. So 
uh, a little bit of a flex on his point. I want to know, his mark, did, he, did he walk out of there still carrying all those hundreds, or did he get mugged? He kept that's... showing them all the way to the end. And uh, I was going to say, weird flex on a, his a part. A guy like that, I'm sure, made some very sound financial decisions <laughs> at the yeah, end of the night. Exactly. Uh, my extra point, uh, I mentioned it to these guys. I'd be interested to see what, what type of uh, reaction we would have, what type of uh, outpouring we would have if we did a, a sing second invitational golf round. Mm. Uh, it would be hosted on one of our fine facilities here at, in North Platte. Uh, my idea was could we just get 20 people and it would essentially be us four and 16 of our friends to compete in the first annual sing second. I could probably and bring two, maybe three. Golf then aren't you guys. Kyle's friends. Mom. Kyle's mom. Kyle's mom's invited. Yeah. She a golfer? She's not. Okay. But she'll fit right in. Uh <laughs> I think it could be fun. We could we could do a couple of different things with it. Have have a trophy or a, a something to give in there in the honor of the Sing Second championship. But uh we're all golfers here. Some are a little bit newer to the game than others, but uh I think it would be a lot of fun. So if you would be interested in participating. It probably is not going to happen this year. I'll just Everyone just send dates that would possibly work, <laughs> yeah. okay? And we'll, so if you're one of our 20 friends, yeah, just we'll, send us a date, and we'll try to make, you yeah. know, something work. Yeah, I'll put just it in a... you set a group text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in a, an Excel sheet and narrow them down. But, to a national search firm. Yeah, <laughs> national search firm will be looking for these 16 people, so... Does it, are there... Are there National search firms that have names, or are they just all referred to as just a national search firm? Maybe that's firm? the name of the company. <laughs> we are called a national search firm. Yeah. And ours is called Sing Second National Search Firm. Sing Second, people have other jobs. Is that their actual job? They're just always searching. With as well, many times as teams fire <laughs> coaches, I bet that's a full time job. But it turns too. out, though, it's just indeed. And it's like being a college football coach. You want to do good enough to get them somebody, but not so good that the person's there forever. Yeah, so that way they come back to you. And just be so, like, we are a sing second national search firm. We hook you up. I now have two goals of what I want as a result of being involved in this podcast. Number one is press passes. I still want press passes yeah, to any game where we can be asking coaches questions after the game. And How close, though? Are we still talking about close? No. I want to be in the conference room. I want to be like, hey, uh, Sing Second Pod. Yeah, Danny Whitney, Sing Second Pod. <laughs> yeah, I want to introduce myself, and I want to ask a hard-hitting question. I noticed that coach was tugging a little tighter on your belt <laughs> yeah. loop, trying to get you back, exactly. and you look disgusted. Mike Riley would have been a great one. Be like, <laughs> I noticed that you actually took the time to, when you finished chewing your gum, to get that wrapper out of your pocket and put the gum back in it. No. Um, do you just have that calm of nerves, or do you actually care? <laughs> or do you save it for later? <laughs> do you wad the gum up and put it in, or do you try to fold it into the rectangular yeah. original shape and then fold it? And so is press, that press winterment or evergreen? Yeah, so those kinds of questions. And then I want to be—I want to be involved in a national search firm. So, yeah. and I want to be able to offer <laughs> listeners ten percent off of hot, hot sauce products from Hot Tams. Hot Tams at hottam.com. And thanks, Nebraska Land Bank, for uh, yes. being our drink and snack sponsor. Absolutely. It's been nice to be back. Yeah. It's, it's a little warm, though. Gosh, it, I, I kept thinking there was going to get a little bit cooler. Windows are open. It looks nice my, outside. My glasses have been fogging <laughs> yeah. up. 
Maybe if but, we did this at two or three. Yeah. yeah. But regardless, fellas, it's, it's good to get back. I love seeing the same second poster behind us. D Street Studios is back. So is Sing Second. We're out.